Hi everyone, I'm Heather May Pustai and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation, and learning to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode 173. I'm Dave Chapman and in this episode, we're looking at how to build your brand. This is a super important topic as in today's world, brand is often the only differentiator between your business and your competitors. That's completely right, Dave. We live in a world of infinite supply. In just a few clicks, anyone can start a business. Anyone can create products, build an online store, publish ads, and reach an audience online. And this means that every market is becoming flooded with businesses offering similar products, features, and solutions. So to stand out, you need to have a brand that your customers connect with and care about deeply. So in today's episode, we'll be sharing some tips and strategies to help you build your brand. These insights all come from our new podcast series. It's called Breaking Brand, and it's out there for you to listen to right now. If you want to listen, search Breaking Brand wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm excited to say that when I was looking at Apple Podcasts today, Breaking Brand was featured in the new and noteworthy section, which was so cool. Absolutely. I'm totally hooked. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. So before we jump into some strategies and tactics for creating a brand your customers will truly care about, let's first look at exactly what a brand is. The word brand is used a lot in marketing today, but what exactly does brand mean? That question might sound simple, but it's actually pretty complex and there isn't really a one-size-fits-all answer. David Ogilvie describes a brand as, quote, the intangible sum of a product's attributes. And Marty Neumeyer, an author and speaker who writes about branding and innovation, says, quote, a brand is a person's gut feeling about a product, service, or organization. And Camille Baldwin, one of the Patent Brand's founding team and star of Breaking Brand, says, quote, brand to me is identity. It's all of the things that make up identity. Your values, your principles, who you are, your characteristics, and your intention. So to summarize, your brand is the identity of your business and how it makes people feel. Now let's dive into some takeaways from Breaking Brand to help you build a buzzworthy brand that stands out against your competitors. Okay, takeaway number one, know what your customers care about. Most people are really good at explaining the what and the how of their business, right? Say you're an accountancy company, describing the what and the how is pretty simple. What you do is help individuals and businesses to ensure their finances are in shape. And how you do it might vary, but it tends to involve some form of account management where you assist with invoicing or balance the books every month or quarter. And the thing that will help one accountancy company stand out from its competitors is moving from the what and the how to the why. The why is what will make a potential customer choose your business over another. The why is really your differentiator. That's right. Consumers generally aren't too fussed about how you do your work, the tools you use, your internal processes, things like that. What consumers care about is why does this business matter in my life? And to go back to the accountancy example, we already explained the what and the how, but the why might not be so obvious. For example, if an accountancy company mostly serves small businesses, the why might be freeing up time for the business owner to spend with family and friends. So how do you find your why? That's a great question. Well, customer research is a great place to start. 
At Buffer, we often do research interviews with customers to learn how our products help them and to better understand how they describe the benefits of Buffer. We've even had teammates spend the day with customers at their offices to see firsthand how Buffer fits into their routines and workflows, which is always really interesting. And in Breaking Brand, Emmett Shine, co-founder of Pattern Brands, explains the importance of knowing the customer when it comes to building a brand that consumers will care about. Before starting Pattern Brands, Emmett helped over 50 businesses launch to market. One of those businesses was Sweet Green, a restaurant chain selling healthy salads and grain bowls. When working on the Sweet Green brand and trying to understand its customers, Emmett and his team spent countless hours at Sweet Green restaurants. They would watch how the staff would prepare salads, listen to how customers would place orders and immerse themselves in how the company works. They were trying to understand every tiny detail about what made Sweet Green unique and special. This enabled the team to craft a brand that really emphasized what customers were looking for from Sweet Green and helped them to find their why. Now I'm hungry. Sweet Green has over 75 restaurants and reportedly generated in excess of $100 million in 2018. So they clearly have a brand that fits what consumers are looking for. Now let's dig into takeaway number two. Find the technical, functional, and emotional benefits of your business. Right. Once you've done your customer research, you can begin to think about the various types of benefits your business offers consumers. In episode one of Breaking Brand, Patton's VP of Brand, Camille Baldwin, shares how the brand pyramid framework can help you define those benefits. Ah, uh, yes. Brand pyramids have been around since the late 90s, but still play a key role in brand strategy. And essentially, they help you to answer fundamental questions about your business and its place in the market. Three of the key elements of any brand pyramid are the technical, functional, and emotional benefits your business offers to consumers. At the bottom of your pyramid, you're thinking about the technical benefits of your brand. Essentially, this will help you to define what you do as a company. At this stage, you want to ask questions like, how is this business benefiting the consumers? How will it make money? What are we offering? For example, at Buffer, we might say the technical benefit of our product is to manage all of your social media content and profiles in one place. Then with the technical benefits of your brand defined, it's time to look at the functional benefits you can offer consumers. Functional benefits are essentially what your customers get when they buy your product or your service. Functional benefits tend to focus on things like how a product can improve your life, help you stay connected to others, or help you to make forward progress. At Buffer, a functional benefit for us might be not having to hit publish manually every time you want to share to social media. Or in the case of a car, a big spacious family car will offer the functional benefit of space for your whole family to travel in comfort. Next up are emotional benefits, and these are really what makes one brand stand out from another. Emotional benefits are how your brand makes someone feel based on the stories you tell consumers. One emotional benefit of Nike, for example, is that its equipment will make you feel like a professional athlete. And at Buffer, we might say the emotional benefit of our product is peace of mind, knowing that your content will be posted to social media platforms at exactly the right time every time. As you go through everything you've learned during your customer research phase, start looking out for emotion-based words that your customers or potential customers use to describe your company or the problem that you're trying to solve. Whenever someone says, I feel, or it made me happy, relaxed, proud, or healthy, for example, this helps you to really identify those emotional benefits that your company is delivering. If you don't already have a brand pyramid in place, this could be a great exercise to try out. Now, let's move on to the next tip for building a memorable brand. So here's takeaway number three. Boil your emotional benefit down to a simple tagline or message. Just do it. Think different. I'm loving it. 
These are all examples of great brand taglines. By saying just two or three words, I bet you knew exactly which businesses I was talking about a few seconds back. And that's the power of being able to boil your message down to something simple and memorable. That's right. And in episode three of Breaking Brand, Emmett Schein, the co-founder of Patent Brands, explains, quote, the thing about branding and marketing is that you can do years worth of research, but if you can't boil it down to this thin slice tagline, it doesn't matter, end quote. But this isn't easy to do. It took the Patent Brands team months of ideating and back and forth to land on their tagline, enjoy daily life. But now that simple statement acts as a guiding light for everything they do from the content they post on social media to the products they sell. Boiling your whole business down to one sentence or even just a couple of words can be a very tough, and you can't force it. One of the best ways to find this magical tagline is to facilitate brainstorms and create space for idea sharing. Another thing that the Pattern Brands team has done was to journal about their business and riff on ideas in private too. And sometimes the best ideas will come to you outside of the office, so don't be afraid to think outside the box and away from your desk. Communicating a clear message in just a few words is very difficult. And one way we found to come up with taglines at Buffer is to start long and edit down. So to begin with, write exactly what your business delivers for customers in as many words as it takes. This could be a paragraph or two or maybe even longer. Remember to think about the emotional benefits here too, not just the technical and functional benefits that you offer. Right. Next, you'll want to take what you've just written and edit it down to just one or two sentences and then repeat that process to make it one sentence or just a few words. This can definitely be a challenge. So now you'll take that final piece of copy and play with a number of different versions, rewrite it, change out words and experiment with different lengths. This process will really help you to distill all of those thoughts that you wanted to share about your business into a short and memorable tagline. Now, you might be wondering, why is a tagline so important? From personal experience, I know that I've never bought a Mac because their tagline is Think Different, right? But having that tagline in place means that Apple has a clear mission and everything it does, from the adverts it makes to its keynote launches, is guided by that vision. And that leads us nicely onto our final takeaway for building a standout brand, which is to ensure your business lives and breathes your brand. Yes, to be successful and for consumers to trust your message, you have to live your brand. For example, Nike says its mission is to bring inspiration and innovation to every athlete in the world. And the company sees every single person as an athlete, not just the pros. But Nike doesn't just say it, it lives by it. That's why the company focuses on creating the most innovative clothing and footwear and why its advertising revolves around inspirational messages and stories. Nike's brand is reflected in every piece of content it puts out on social media too. Just before recording this episode, I jumped over to Nike's main Instagram account and here are just a few posts I spotted. An IGTV interview with Saquon Barkley sharing where his NFL dream started. A photo of women's marathon world record holder Bridget Cosgay with former record holder Paula Radcliffe. And as a photo of Rafael Nadal sharing his ambitions as a child. Of course, not all businesses will have the resources of Nike or the access to global superstars for that matter, but it still serves as a great example of ensuring the essence of your brand shines through on every platform. To go back to the accountancy example we mentioned earlier, if your why or emotional benefit is giving small business owners more free time to spend away from work, you could ensure all of your messaging and content supports this mission. This could mean Instagram posts with clients enjoying themselves away from the office or a blog post about disconnecting from work. It could even mean you rethink the imagery and copy that you use on your website. 
as we mentioned right at the start of this episode, your brand is the identity of your business and how it makes people feel. So every single touch point where someone can interact with your business should represent what you want your brand to be and how you want people to feel. Thank you so much for tuning into the Science of Social Media today. If you want to learn more about how to build a buzzworthy brand, don't forget to check out our new series, Breaking Brand. To listen and subscribe, search Breaking Brand wherever you get your podcasts. We have lots of great episodes lined up for you. Looking forward to next week, everyone.